0: Welcome to the Weekly Lost edition of the Generally Speaking Podcast Network. Now, here are your hosts, Stephanie
1: and Cliff. Hello and welcome to episode number, what is this, Stephanie, 34 now?
2: Something like that.
1: I think so. of the Weekly Lost podcast, my name is Cliff Ravenscraft.
2: I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft.
1: And we are just barely awake on a Friday <laughs> evening. It's ten fifty-seven. By golly! And uh, we are here to discuss our summer review of seasons one and two of Lost. <laughs> Stephanie, not
2: even a minute in. I can't I, stop. <laughs> what is up with that?
1: Oh man, you talk about a long day today.
2: I've had a long week.
1: Have you had a long week?
2: I have, but people don't want to hear about that. No,
1: they. I don't think they came. This is not the long week podcast. That that's <laughs> one we're gonna start.
2: Should start one?
1: Yeah, we should. Anyway, yes, this is episode number thirty-four, and we are doing our summer review of seasons one and two of Lost. Tonight's episode of this podcast is going to be about the episode titled Moth, which is season 1 episode seven. 7. So anyway, uh we hope that you are following along with us. Some people are ahead of us, some people are behind us, some people are right in line with us, and some people just love to hear us bicker. Yeah. Yeah. Why is that?
2: Why is that? Yeah. Cuz it's fun to listen to.
1: I don't know that I I hear it on this end. I don't know if I like it that much. <laughs>
2: As long as we keep it down here, we're okay.
1: Well, we have a—we don't actually have a script this evening. However, we do have a format. Can you tell? <laughs> yeah, we we do have a format for the show. And a couple things we're gonna do is talk about some character analysis, where we're gonna discuss and analyze some of the characters. We're just gonna make it real brief this evening. As far as the island mystery, we'll take a little a bit of a look there, and we'll have some listener feedback. Just a couple of those. Uh, Maybe an item or two from Lost in the News, and and maybe even a Generally Speaking Podcast Network update, if we have time. Well, I think we'll have plenty of time. (laughs) But let's go ahead and... If we
2: have the energy, is what he means.
1: That's exactly what I mean. But let's go ahead and get things started off with our audio recap of what happened on the island in the episode Moth. Charlie.
3: How
0: about you and I go for a walk?
3: No. No, thanks. Look, I think I'm going to... St-
4: come on.
0: Fresh air will do you good. Call
3: me
5: a broken record, but caves are natural shelter. It's a hell of a lot safer than living here on the beach. You're mad at me. I just don't understand why you won't come with me.
3: I crashed eight days ago, Jack. I'm not setting up house up this here. island,
5: too, but we both know that's not going to happen anytime soon.
3: Saeed he has a plan. Yeah,
5: to find the source of the distress code, I know. But the
3: signal's coming from somewhere on the island. If we can signal find it. The
5: signal has been running on a loop for 16 years, Kate. And the woman that left it, she wasn't rescued. What makes you think it's gonna be any different for us? I believe it. I wish I shared your faith. Bless me, Father, for I have sinned. It's been a week since my last confession. You see, it's it's my band, Father. Drive shaft. There's some real temptations that come with the territory well we all have our temptations but giving into them that's your choice as we live our lives it's really nothing but a series of choices isn't it i bring good tidings of great joy we've just been
0: signed you're gonna be a rock god nice work charlie you make excellent bait
3: i'm glad i could oblige
0: i want my drugs back i think you're a lot stronger than you know charlie and i'm gonna prove it to you i'll let you ask me for your drugs three times the third time, I'm going to give them to you. Why are you doing this? Just get rid of them and have done with it. If I did that, you wouldn't have a choice, Charlie. And having
4: choices, making decisions based on more than instinct. Three antennae. One here on the beach. Another, capable will position in the jungle. And the third, I'll take to high ground. Now, when I'm in position, I'll fire off my rocket. When you two see it, you fire yours. As soon as the last one has gone up, we'll all switch on our antennas.
5: If hey, you guys need a hand? I used to log the band's equipment. Here, let me... But Charlie, the zipper's... Sp-
4: broken.
5: Charlie, leave it. Go get some water. Maybe you're dehydrated. We don't need you right now. Come on, Charlie boy. We can't do this without you. You are bloody drive shaft. Just promise me one thing. Things get too crazy. No matter what, we walk away. We walk away. Liam, promise. We walk away you're the rock god baby brother you just treat me like i'm some bloody child like i'm some useless joke what are you talking about
3: charlie's not good enough to do this charlie's just in the Let's way sit Get, down. put Let charlie me onto that
5: you, oh you're gonna look out for me yeah we'll look out for each other that's how charlie, it is. just calm I'm down all right
3: you're not yourself right you now.
5: don't know me i'm a bloody rock god get help okay i'm on it and make sure you tell kate hey we have to tell kate about jack
4: sorry sport just missed her her and muhammad headed in the woods about 10 minutes ago which way don't sweat it amigo i know which way
5: they went yeah but i'll tell her you just keep doing whatever it is you do around here. we gotta dig where there's no danger of the wall buckling in on it four at a time by hand till we can find some kind of shovel we take shifts and go slow let's move
0: something wrong charlie you didn't come here to tell me about jack did you My stash, look What do you suppose is in the cocoon, Charlie? Butterfly, I guess That's a moth cocoon This moth's just about to emerge I could help it Take my knife, gently widen the opening And the moth would be free But it would be too weak to survive Struggle is nature's way of strengthening it Now this is the second time you've asked me for your
3: drugs back Ask me again and it's yours Attach this antenna up in that tree As high up as you can Golly, thanks boss One of us is going to have to go in and
5: unpin him I'll do it Charlie? Let me do this Listen man, go slow, all right?
6: Try not to nudge any of the rocks around you Good luck
5: We've got a show in an hour Ooh, show (laughs) I like shows Alright, that's it after tonight We cancel the rest of the tour Are you off your head? We're walking away like we said we would if things Walk away and go where? You're killing yourself with this junk You're destroying shaft. I am driveshaft! Nobody even knows who the sodding bass player is! This is it, Charlie. End of the rainbow. If you're not in this band, what the bloody hell use are you? I'm here to rescue you. My shoulder's dislocated.
3: You're going to have to pop it back in.
5: I can't do it, Jack. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Now, when I tell you to, pull as hard as you possibly can. It's all lined up, Liam. Eight weeks on tour opening for some band called Meat Coat. This is our comeback. Charlie, I don't want to come back. Oh, man, you're still using, aren't you? Oh, don't change the subject. That's why you haven't been returning my calls. Look, you're going to you go and tell You get help, man. I lost
3: your sodding you're number, You're still okay? a junkie. You did this to me!
5: Well, why don't you stay with us for a few weeks? Karen and me, we can get you help. Don't go. I was just looking out for you! You never looked out for me! Why didn't you say anything? I could have helped you through this. Yeah. you thinking I'm useless and a junkie to boot? You're not useless. That took a lot of guts getting in here and trying to rescue me. There's a there's a bloody moth in here. Charlie, what are you doing? Oh. There's light. What? I can see light. Oh.
3: Hey, it's the doctor.
5: How'd you get out, Charlie?
4: Oh, Charlie found a way
5: out. Dude, you oh. rock. Oh. <laughs> hey, <Wow>. yeah,
4: yeah. <laughs> All right, everyone. Now it's your turn. Come on, one more. Where are you?
3: Where are you? Give them to me. This is the third time. Are you sure you really want to? I've made my choice.
0: I'm proud of you, Charlie.
3: Always knew you could do it.
1: Character Analysis. Okay, Steph, wake up. It's time for us to discuss the characters now.
2: I'm awake. <laughs> Be nice to me.
1: So, what would you think about this episode?
2: This was a good episode.
1: I like it a lot.
2: I like it better this time.
1: Yeah? Mm-hmm. And tell me why.
2: Because I like Charlie now. <laughs> and so now it makes more sense. It It kind of... It fits him more now, liking him as a character... Than it did.
1: When then you hated did. him? Yeah. I remember those times when we sat down and talked about this when you didn't like him. I was harsh. <laughs> I know. Anyway, I want to do... I don't do. have the
2: energy to be harsh right now, so <laughs> I don't think I could if I wanted to.
1: Well, there was a couple things in this episode that I wanted to point out. And the obviously, since this is a Charlie-centric episode, um, I I really thoroughly enjoyed the charlie back story i did too i think that that was well thought out well played and and they showed just the right amounts of what you needed to see to find out how somebody really could become a drug addict that really shouldn't have you know somebody who who is a man of of strong faith and character and and i mean really i mean he he struggled with some temptations he 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 went to the priest. And and I will tell you my favorite scene of this podcast. podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, it's tired. It's tired. See? It's late. Uh, We're trying. Yes, we are. Anyway, my favorite scene from this episode of Lost was the confession scene. Forgive me, Father. It's been one week since my last com- confession. Now there was some humor in the fact that you know I had relations with the girl, and then immediately following, and you know the
2: first time he says physical. Yes. Relations. Okay.
1: So anyway, they, they tried to use that humor in there, and but but the very big reality is that he really did feel regret for that. He he knew that that was wrong, and and he and he knew that this was seemingly what was coming along with being in this band and becoming more popular. And, of course, being popular is something he wanted, but he didn't want to lose his faith. He didn't want to lose... I
2: don't, I don't think he necessarily wanted to be popular, because for Charlie, it was always just about the music.
1: Well, okay, you're right. He
2: wanted to make music. He didn't care if he was just playing the clubs or playing the sold-out stadium.
1: Okay, you're right. I would you now that you bring that up, I think you're absolutely right. But but the fact is, is he did realize that that they were becoming more popular and he they were there was a lot of heat and he There was
2: a lot of temptation that came along with it.
1: Exactly. And of course the priest said something um just fabulous. He says, you know, we all have our temptations. But but it's but it's your choice. Whether or not you you follow through with that, and and life is is made up of choices, and 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 it's how we make those. It's what choices we make determine how our life will go, and 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 that is such an awesome theme, not only in all the series or all the different uh, characters on the island, and and I mean it's an overarching theme throughout the show, but it, but there's some real truth to that. I mean, we in our own lives are really a sum of all of our choices in life. Absolutely. And and sometimes we That's
2: how, you know, you'll see like if you look at Charlie and, and Liam, his brother, um at this at the pre-cat crash encounter, their very last encounter together. You see two very different men. Yes. Clean Sober um, Liam and and still addicted um, Charlie, and you would look at that and you'd say, okay, those two, those two people came from the same family. How can they be so vastly different?
1: And 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 I
2: get that with my siblings all the time. They're like, you're kidding me. You guys all came from the same, you know. But at the same time, we all have our own choices, and we've all made different choices, and and you can see that in their lives,
1: and and the amount of guilt that Liam must feel for the choices that he made because you know here he is clean and he wants his little brother to be clean and to experience a good life and and now but it
2: was Liam's choice towards drugs that led Charlie to make the choice towards drugs. Yes.
1: And so in fact, you know in 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 some of the decisions we make in life
2: there's pressure on us older children oldest children to to make the right choices so that our siblings will We'll fall in line. Well,
1: that's exactly it. And it's not just our siblings and, and just us mm-hmm. as older children. It's so, it's sometimes I, I was
2: referring to the guilt you were talking to that Liam must feel. Anyway, go ahead.
1: Okay. Do you what, want
2: me to go upstairs and you just do this by yourself? No,
1: but I'd like to just finish this sentence that I had started like uh, a minute and a half ago, which I completely lost track of now. But,
2: sometimes in our lives we make choices
1: sometimes we need to realize that the choices that we make the ones that we know that are bad for us that sometimes we get caught up in this you know when we try to justify what we're doing even though we know it's wrong we try to justify it saying you know it's really not that bad it i can i can get through this i can do this you know I, I can make this happen and, you know, I'm not going to get addicted or I'm not going to get caught or what I'm getting at is that sometimes when we justify wrong choices or wrong decisions, what we do is that we only think about ourselves. We only think, how is this going to affect me? Absolutely. You you never, I mean, what... What man who stays late at work every single night of the week, uh, six nights a week maybe, and works in the office when there is another uh, co worker who's a female, attractive girl that also works late? What man that has an affair with his wife ever thinks about how that's going to affect his wife, his family? And, and and heavens, no, would they ever think about how that's going to affect the future of generations to come of of possible, you know, broken families and marriages and what I'm talking I about. I lost you
2: somewhere. Can no. you bring it back around for well,
1: me? Well, here's the deal, okay? Um, you just recorded your very first podcast tonight. Mm-hmm. And you just said something uh, when you recorded your episode of My Crazy Life. You said that you came from a broken home, and that it's very important for you now to do things, you know, in in such a way. What I'm saying is that if if somebody, if there's a broken marriage and and a broken relationship in a dysfunctional family, that gets carried down to the children, and unless something happens to make changes to where where that can be mended and people can be taught how to have wholesome relationships, that that continues to go down for generations, and. And so what I'm saying is that choices we make today don't only affect us, they affect people around us. And not only do they affect us today, but really we set in motion an entire course of events that completely change the future of this world. It's that, and really, every choice we make really makes an impact on the future and the reason one of the cool episodes that i like of uh doctor who the new season uh is the one where there's this alternate reality you know there's this other dimension and they even say that with every possible choice it sets forth two different uh realities the reality of if you did make this decision decision or this one and and there's an infinite number of alternate realities out there. I mean, I, I kind of like to wrap my mind around that and, and to think about it. But really, what, what I do tonight really would change the world. The world would be different 15 years from now if I would have done something completely different tonight. Does that make sense? Or am I going too deep? It
2: does, but can we get back to Lost? Because it's been like five minutes in we.
1: Well, no, I, I, I'm I'm just saying this priest said something that that was very awesome. And, and is the whole,
2: that where it all started? Yeah, we wow. were back in the
1: confessional booth. Wow. Okay, so there Sorry. is there is something that 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 Charlie had happened to him in this same scene that is just like I think the temptation of Christ, and that is when Jesus was tempted. I uh, you know immediately he he was he was confirmed by the heavenly father says this is my son with whom i am well pleased immediately after that he was led out to the desert to be tempted now in this confessional um you have charlie and he goes in and he makes this i've made my choice i'm gonna quit the band and immediately he's led out to temptation and not only is he led out to temptation but it's temptation of being a god yeah. I mean they even go so far as to say You're it. I mean be a rock god. Rock god. I mean that that was used twice by Liam and then even told Jack, "Don't you know I'm a bloody rock god?" And of course that causes the collapse and stuff. So <laughs> I, But anyway, I just I just I and and I just want to say that that is true and and something that is a part, I think, of, of most people can understand when you try to do things right and and you're trying to live your life better, even if you're a non-Christian and you're trying to make some right decisions, you're trying to to eat healthier, you're trying to uh, drink less, you're trying to, you know, spend better time, more quality time with the family, whatever it is, you're consistently, immediately faced with temptation to, to go back. To do the other. And, and that's... And so the choice... Or
2: something new altogether.
1: Exactly. So so a choice that you make is never a choice right now. It has to be a choice that you make and you have to remind yourself... You have to continually, Constantly. for the rest of your life, make that choice every day. Absolutely. Or else you're like... I felt
2: bad for Charlie leaving the confessional because um, he walked out... Um, obviously, Liam's there, and tapping his ring, See, oh yes, on the oh, that was annoying anyway, um kind of like kind of like that poor little boar stuck in the net, waiting for the slaughter, you know, because music is his passion, and music is his life, and all he ever wanted it to be was just about the music, right, you know and and so not only is he being tempted, but he's being tempted with the one thing that he desires the most. you know, it, it's not like
1: Well and that's how it is in life. Well, last-
2: I know, that is a lot how it is. But if you if you think forward to Charlie's other um flashback episode where his mom is gives him the piano and says, Charlie, you're gonna save us all you know, blah well, So, if you think, if you take that in perspective of what we've just seen, that's what he believes. Mm hmm. You know? And so he's been. They kind of show it.
1: As this is Charlie. This is
2: all Charlie's been told his whole life.
1: And Charlie decides to do the band because it's going to help his brother.
2: Right. Not knowing that it was going to hurt his brother. Right. Even more. So
1: and and it goes again a, a, again it goes he, he it goes against his better judgment it does. his better judgment he told knew. him he i knew. need to quit the band this is not what and 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 i kind of like to think to myself even i know he's a fictional character but what would have happened to charlie's life if he would have stuck to his guns and says no i have made a commitment i am not going to do this drive shaft is over could he I mean, be a priest could he have been a priest or or maybe he could have been um, a a a religious-inspired Music musician or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, it, who knows? But the fact is is, is the, that he can't go back and change those choices. Right. But he can make new choices today. That and he did. And he did. And I loved that final scene when he says, Give me it, the third time. And he gets the drive- was that
2: like Darth Charlie or what? Yes. That was just like, I know that he's coming out of, you know, the dark side, you know, in quotations here. Um, but uh, he just had this really dark look about him like,
1: yeah, Darth he, Charlie. He absolutely did. In fact, um, so I think we're done with Charlie. Well, right. One
2: more thing about Charlie. There's some buzz on the forum about um, a deleted scene. Yes. Where um, when when Charlie and Jack are are now both trapped in the cave mm-hmm. um, and, and Jack asks him, how long has it been since your last fix and, you know, how you doing? Have you had any hallucinations? And he says, other than the conversation we had in the jungle about an hour ago, um, I, I'm fine. And and I think now we, we take it as a joke because that's all we've, you know, seen. Because we haven't seen it and he's just ha- making right. it up. But um, but on the forum, on our forum, there is a thread under the moth. Um,
1: it's called Deleted it's Scene. It's called
2: Deleted Scene. And they have a script in there of, um, they posted a, a, a small section of script where they actually wrote and I think um, recorded, you know, um, the scene with Jack and Charlie in the jungle. Um, Jack is wearing the the T-shirt that Liam had on in the beginning that said "Music Slut," <laughs> which is just really bad, and um, and it didn't make it in, and so. But I they
1: keep, left that line. But in. they
2: left that line in. If
1: you guys are interested in seeing so, that, yeah. check it out at the Generally Speaking Lost forum, and you can get there by going to www.generallyspeakingpodcast.com. And then click, click on the Lost, forum. Lost
2: Forum button at the bottom.
1: Yeah, and if you're not a member, you'll have to sign up to get into there. But there's lots of great stuff on our yeah. forum.
2: But I thought that that was cool. I thought that was really cool. Yeah.
1: So, d- deleted scene, uh, very exciting.
2: So, do you have anything? What do you want to move to next, or can I share something before it's gone?
1: Is it a dual character related item? Uh huh. Okay, go ahead.
2: It's Jack. Okay. And how many times they reference Jack and no faith in this, in this episode?
1: yeah it's, it's
2: like amazing.
1: he is the man it's of like science when you
2: go back when you go back and watch these, they are just drilling it into your like they already had the title of the was it the season two premiere?
1: it's like Was the, it the second season premiere no, or the
2: second episode i think it might have anyway been, yeah it's like they already had that titled Unit you know, man of science man of faith yeah because
1: um which i hate because i agree that they're just they're, drilling they're, it in they are not mutually exclusive so
2: exactly but they had um a conversation between jack and kate and um and jack and charlie and i think i'm um, Half holding on to an idea that there was Jack and someone else that I can't remember right now, but but I just really feel like they're trying to drill that into you right now. that... Anyway, go
1: ahead. No, that's fine. So uh, she's she says, Go ahead, because I turned around to see how long he's, we've been he's recording. timing me, because I've I been am talking not timing for it. so long. Babe, I'm just tired. I was just looking at I the I know, thing that's there why you went rambling
2: months. on about choices. <laughs> like, how does this relate?
1: It totally related. Leave me alone.
2: Twenty minutes later.
1: <laughs> uh, so we have the wise teacher John Locke.
2: Oh, John! I, I, you know, did they have to show him skinning the boar? I mean, yes,
1: that was so important to see. I,
2: we knew what he was doing. Did they no, have to like they really had show to, it?
1: They had to show it. I, I, I believe they did. And, and it if was, you say so, it, it, it needed to be shown. Yeah. Uh, but. And especially brushing it with the the leaves.
2: Well, that's different because it's cooking. Then I can handle that. It's the actual skinning part that was making me want to.
1: Okay. Well. Anyway, moving right along. We. It, I miss uh, this. This is this is the episode where I really began to to have John Locke become my favorite character. And it. He said something. He said he. he well, first of all, the entire moth metaphor was just absolutely amazing. And and the way that that really registered with Charlie and you know and also was he some kind was it some kind of foreshadowing did did Locke know what was going to happen in the future? Did he know that there was going to be a small hole at the top that he would need to be strong enough to get through to survive? Did he know that the moth would be there to lead him toward the light? I mean, you know, it 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 just really is. There's some does Locke have some kind of ability, and and just he said the words of the wise. You know, you had you had Locke, and he says struggle is nature's way of strengthening, and that is so true. That is that is another truth that I just think is is absolutely a part of our lives. So many people, you know, we we get bogged down with our trials and our sufferings, and and the things that we go through, and we wish them all away, and but but really, it's through perseverance that we are strong. Mm-hmm. And and you know, one of my favorite verses in the Bible is in James, and it says, "Consider it pure joy, my brothers, when you face trials of many kinds, because through the testing of your faith, it develops perseverance." and And, and all of these things must be accomplished to to make us mature and complete. Mm-hmm. And and I think that that was a perfect representation. This episode of going through the struggle getting strength and and overcoming and and I just really liked this episode because of that. And then outside of that just two other notes and then we'll get into the mystery of the island which I don't think there was a whole lot of it but anyway, uh I just wanted to point out that this was definitely early on it, they were supposed to hook up Kate and Jack. There's just no question. I mean yeah, every why are episode they around with it. I why did they switch?
2: Her, her I mean she was so elated to turn around and see him safe I and mean,
1: And she I mean she's like I'm going to dig. You're not going to stop me from digging.
2: Why is nobody digging?
1: You know and I mean and sh- Hello, and, we've
2: been digging for and her hours. pure
1: hatred of Sawyer. I mean the, I mean she, it's almost as if she sees Sawyer and she wants to puke. I mean that's how much she yeah. can't despises him, and and oh yes we learn Sawyer's. I think you know, she'd rather story. be
2: covered in fire ants than, than to have to deal with Sawyer. Yeah, I mean, and and, really, and and then all of a
1: sudden there's this question as to who she's going to hang up she. hang up with and or hook up with. I can't talk tonight, uh, but anyway, I don't know why they had to mess with it. I mean I don't uh, know.
2: I I, I think I, Jack I, and Kate It's been Jack would and be, Kate from the beginning. Yeah, they need to hook up with
1: Mister Echo in season three and get married.
2: Maybe that's why he was building the church. Yes. So they could have a proper wedding.
1: And then I just wanted to point out one <laughs> <Whatever>. thing. <laughs> wanted to point out one thing with Michael. Oh, don't even Did you there. see the look when he looked at Sun? Now, if you guys have not recently seen the moth, you need to go and view the moth. And just look for the scene. Where Michael gives it's where Sun.
2: Walt asks if we can live here.
1: Yes, and then These he,
2: caves are cool. Can we live here?
1: I was like, hmm, "Is Son going to live here?" Hmm. I mean, and he was totally checking her out. Now, I want to tell you, and and I I feel so horrible about this. I ha- I've been having some e- email or forum discussion with somebody on the forum uh, from their forum. Who sent me a link to a news article? And mm-hmm. it's a, it's an article with uh, Youngkin Jim, is that her name? Uh, the person um, who plays Sun. And it Kim is Kim. yes. So anyway, she uh, she did an interview with somebody, and I think it was Kristen on E Online or something. But anyway, Maybe. in in this article, they I know. have you heard about it? I read it. You did read it.
2: You emailed me the link.
1: Did I? Oh, Seriously. I, I told you to bring it out. No, you didn't. Okay.
2: You just said, hey, check this out. Ah. I'm right. You're wrong. <laughs> I would rather that child belong to the smoke monster. It could That's belong to at. the shark.
1: I even made it a... a it a...
2: could belong to the shark out in the sea, but not Michael.
1: Where did I put that? Did I put that in the moth? Wow, do you hear all that wonderful... I
2: hear all that wonderful static. Yeah. You know, if people go and listen to the show I recorded, it's only 10 minutes, they'll know that I loathe laundry, but I loathe Michael even more than laundry.
1: Oh my gosh.
2: That's a lot.
1: Where is mom? (laughs) I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. Here it is. Is son carrying Michael's baby? This is in Cliff's Corner on the forum, and it says here that... uh, Let's see here. I joke around about this all the time, but I don't want to. I I don't want it to be true, but I have believed from the beginning that the writers of the show were going to toss in a twist that we would one day learn that son. Kim. Okay, uh, that one day we would learn that Son is pregnant with Michael's baby. Today I got an email from Holly Payne. See, I, I had to go find this because I wanted to give her credit for this. Holly sent us a link to a news story called uh, Young, Kin, "Young Jin Kim Across Continents." And it talks about her being famous uh, not only in, a-
2: in right. Asia
1: but now in the United States and around the world, really. And in this article, Kim says that even she believes that she. It is likely that it could be Michael's baby. And they yeah. and it talks about how that'd many be times they. Sh-
2: a, that'd be such a bad. Plot I, I, twist.
1: I I don't want it to be true. It'd be bad. I do not want it to be true. But I have believed it to be true from the beginning. I've said it all along, and now even the actress who is reading the scripts, who has gone to the producers and, and says, they won't "How tell should I?" Act? Her.
2: She says in the she article, says, they "How won't should I act?" Tell this? me.
1: And they says, "Well, we want you to think that it could be any one of these." Well,
2: she says that they actually told her they shot it three times, mm-hmm. and and her face was, um, her reaction was different all three times, and then they went with one, and, and they
1: and... chose the one that was the most ambiguous. Yes. And so, again, you can find. And matter of fact, I, I put a forum uh, poll out there. Let's see, what is going on with Son and her baby? And here are the options: It's Michael's baby. Eighteen uh, percent of our listeners uh, said it's Michael's baby. Uh, it's Jin's baby. Forty-five percent of our listeners. And thirty six percent of our listeners believe that it's the smoke mon- smoke monster's baby.
2: I would believe the smoke monster over Michael any day. Well, but I... I'm sticking by Jen.
1: Okay, we'll see. We'll see who gets the Jay and Jack tally on this one. Anyway, moving right along, let's go ahead and take a look at the uh, mystery stuff. Oh man, is it? Is it late? That's
2: fine. Just play the clip.
5: We're lost on an island, running from boars and monsters. Freaking polar bears. Freaking polar bears. I looked to the
0: eye of this island, and what I saw was beautiful. Beautiful. Lost. Exploring the mystery. You get that. Mystery.
2: You get that from that dude off of uh, Bitjobs for the Masses. He always turns his mic on and sings while he's playing the music. <laughs>
1: I'm gonna do a if Cliff
2: start if Cliff starts singing during our audio um or during our sound clips I I don't know what I'll do.
1: <laughs> okay, so here's what I have for the mystery. Well, very little. Okay. okay, it's still early though. It is still early.
2: They haven't even stepped on the metal door yet.
1: Well, the one thing they did bring in is it's it's. Said says, listen, nobody's that lucky we shouldn't have survived. We, Absolutely. We, we, actually, he, did he say we couldn't have survived? Anyway, he says it's impossible. It, we don't fall from a, an airplane. We don't tumble into the jungle. And then all of a sudden, we all walk walk away without a scratch. It just it just does, does, does not, not happen. happen. So that sets it up to... This is the first point where somebody is finally on the record says, uh-uh, something's right. up here. And then uh, we do have a mystery... That was introduced into this, and it's the Scott and Steve mystery.
2: Yeah, it's the first time that Scott and Steve pop
1: up. That's right. And then, of course, uh, we're left with the mystery of who...
2: And even Michael got him wrong.
1: Yeah. That, well, that's been the joke all along. and I, I kind of like that. And then uh, we got who hit Saeed. I mean, we ended with that. And, of course, yeah, don't say ever... anything. It's one spoiler we're going to let go until... We, we we find out for sure and, and everything, but, uh... What? Okay, never mind. Go ahead and say no. whatever... No, go say what you were going to say.
2: Not in... It was nothing important. Okay, well... It was just speculation.
1: Do you have any other mystery stuff? No. Okay. Well, let's turn to some listener feedback.
0: Yes lock this line secure
1: line secure go ahead
7: this is michelle from texas this is kim from indiana
0: josh from california
7: jennifer from florida sam in tucson kimberly from california
0: paul in memphis tennessee listener feedback target areas acquired we are a go roger that
4: hell of a book Bunnies.
3: It must be cold without your trunks. <laughs> On a gathering
5: storm comes a tall, handsome man in a dusty black coat with a
0: red right hand.
6: Hello, everyone, it's the gunslinger again with some more insight about Lost. In the episode Moth, Sawyer is seen reading the book Watership Down by Richard Adams. This story follows a warren of Berkshire rabbits who are fleeing their home after one of their rabbits has a prophetic dream about their destruction at the hands of a land developer. Along the way, they encounter many challenges and trials, including other rabbits living in markedly different communities. The first is called the Cowslips Warren, a group of rabbits kept well-fed and lazy. On the surface, they appear to be a perfect society, until the traveling rabbits discover that they are actually being fattened so that a local farmer can harvest them one by one, an unspoken fact that they seem to live with. The second group is the Elfrafa, a totalitarian warren that has been compared to Nazi Germany. The story chronicles how these rabbits have to struggle to fight to form a new civilization and a new home, much like our lost ease. I think that this is one that I'm going to have to read, since there are many more themes in this story, like premonition, spirituality, and the evil that can occur from progress gone mad. There's a great article on this book at Wikipedia, which I encourage you all to check out at wikipedia.org. I want to send out a special hello to my older brother, Law Dog, who has recently joined the forums. I look forward to hearing more about Serby, the friendly smoke monster. Until next time, Viacondio and stay lost.
1: Thank you very much, there, Gunslinger. In fact, that is Adam Deem. I believe it's Adam, and and uh, his brother is Travis. And you know, uh, you and I threw out there somewhere. Was it in the podcast that we mentioned we might go and record in California?
2: I don't even remember where that came up. Or
1: if it was in My Crazy Life. I don't know which podcast we put it in. but anyway, well, it
2: even in front of a microphone? I, I, don't, I know. don't know. I don't know. But
1: anyway, that we, Stephanie and I had been joking around that we would like to go to... Flip started it. I did. That we would like to go to California, since we have a very, very strong concentration of listeners in California, that we would love to go to California and record live in front of a generally speaking studio audience of live people right there in the room with us. Because the, uh, the Pooh
2: Bear stuffed animals just aren't doing it for yeah. Cliff anymore.
1: Um, I mean, of course they do applaud, you know. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank, thank you. Thank, thank you. Thank.
2: The one under the table is on its face asleep. <gasps>
1: <gasps> I think he passed out. <laughs> anyway, um... So yeah, live studio audience, and our idea is that we would go to California and record live the reactions of people on the West Coast after viewing the season three finale of Lost. And I know that Adam and his brother have both um, uh, offered some uh, money towards the expenses, and they said that if, if we were willing to do it, that that probably other people might be interested in helping us uh, pay for the expenses to do a trip to California. So, um, the thing is, is, they live in Northern California and they realize that the largest um, concentration of people is in Southern or Mid-California. But I think somewhere in Mid-California would be nice if we could go there and people could come from wherever. And... The only thing is, is I'd like to find out where people are listening to us from. And I hate Frapper. Uh, Frapper, do you know what Frapper is, Stephanie? Not a clue. Okay. Well, Frapper is this online web tool where you can sign up. We could actually have an account at, called Generally Speaking and people could link to, we could put a link to it and they can go in and put a push pin on an atlas, a world map. Cool. And they can put a little thing there and they can upload a picture and it tells so us we'll who they are. So we'll go to
2: whatever place has the most push pins.
1: That's what I was thinking. <laughs> really. Okay. That's exactly what I was thinking. But the thing is is that I hate Frapper because it loads very slow and it's it, it, it's just bulky. What
2: if it ends up being in the middle of Montana?
1: That would be cool. <laughs> I haven't had a single call from Montana yet, though. <laughs> the
2: kids have this, sorry, totally off subject, this um, leap pad that they're learning the states on and uh, Matthew pushed the population button today and so then he's pushing all the states and it'll tell you the population of each state. Well, Kentucky is like 4 million and Ohio was 11 million and New York is 18 and Texas is like 30 million people (laughs) and you push Montana, it's like (laughs) (laughs) 680,000 in the whole state of Montana Oh, Do we have any listeners in Montana? please give us a call. call
1: us in. tell us that you represent <laughs> your state well here for the generally speaking audience anyway, we'd love your feedback to let us know. Would you guys be interested in uh us coming to California and uh if so, you know would you be willing if we started up a separate fund for that to help donate for those expenses we'd have all the way until what when is it? September that it ends? Or, oh, gosh. May. May that it ends? We'd have till May of 2007 to save up money. Uh, it, it'd be interesting. We definitely would love to do it. Stephanie's been to L.A. before. No,
2: I've been to San
1: Diego. San Diego. So you did the marathon there for the Rock and Roll Marathon. But uh, I've never been to the Sunshine State. And is it the Sunshine State? City of Angels? I don't I don't know. I'm so geographically... City
2: of Angels is L.A.?
1: Yeah, I don't know. So anyway, we would love to do that, and we'd love your feedback. You can call us at 413-521-0958. And uh, moving right along, I want to go ahead and play our next sound... Oh, and ju- I said the th- whole thing about Frapper. If anybody knows of another service like Frapper that can put push pins on a map but not as ugly and slow and as bulky as crapper, please email me at cliff at ravenscraft.org, and I'd love to take a look at it.
7: Hey, Stephanie and Cliff, this is Michelle from Texas. Just saw the episode, Moth, and wanted to call in with a few comments and observations. I noticed maybe I was watching the episode a little too closely, but do you notice that when Locke had captured the pig in the net, the pig does not, it squeals for a moment, then stops conveniently when he and Charlie are talking and doesn't move or make a sound till Locke walks up to it again to, you know, cut its throat. So I thought that was kind of an interesting prop issue. My other question is, how do they get fireworks onto the plane? I don't think you can take fireworks, even as check luggage. I wonder how they got the ball rockets that they used um, for their uh, sync project for their radio, um, I guess, to get the frequency lined up. Anyway, I was just wondering... Again, I thought it was a good episode. It probably wasn't the strongest because Charlie has never been my favorite character, although he goes back from being good to being evil back and forth, which is kind of good. So anyway, I thought some comments there about the, the pig and the fireworks. And Oh, did you notice that um, Sun actually stands up to Jen for the first time about what she's wearing, and later that Michael gives on a very inappropriate look towards the end over at the cave. So I wonder if you guys have caught those, two. So anyway, great job on the podcast. I hope you do another Skype... Hat, Skype cast pretty soon that was really fun when you did the first one so take care and talk to you soon
2: thanks bye-bye thanks michelle wow that was loud um i absolutely i caught the pig i'm like okay isn't that a nice little obedient obedient boar that doesn't squeal while they have their conversation i want to know how i can get my children to do
1: that (laughs) i think you hang them upside down and skin them (laughs)
2: It was before the. It was before that. No, after he caught it in the net. Okay. Anyway, second, what did? Sh- Son. That wasn't second, but I did point that out to Cliff. I said, yep. "Look, that's the first time that she stands up to him." And then when they're trying to dig Jack out, her clothing is completely not even on his mind. You yep. know, it, it's irrelevant. Nobody is paying attention to her. However, except for at the end, Michael.
1: However, perhaps if she would have covered up. Michael wouldn't have looked Michael at her with lust her in his anyway, eyes. Michael is a disgusting man, and Michael man, would not have fathered that baby, and... and we wouldn't have the end of the world as we know it. Now, in listen season here, season four. Stop it. She's
2: <laughs> my favorite character, and stop it. She did not stand out in the middle of the ocean in her underwear like Kate does. Her husband told her to clean herself, and so she went into the jungle by herself. To do so. And Michael's a nasty little man and started gawking. That's not her fault. It's his fault.
1: Alright, let's go to so that. So
2: anyway, um, Michelle made some very good points. Very good observations. The fireworks, that was the one. Yeah. yeah the, you know, you can't get those on a plane now.
1: Yeah, and and not even back then, I don't think. I mean, No, that, it, it was post 9-11. The only thing I can think of is if they were bottle rockets that were like for emergency purposes such as flares lock
2: on on with the 400 knives or whatever
1: he checked them yeah
2: (laughs) so if you check them you can take fireworks
3: on the plane
1: here's another call
3: hey guys hi this is gerald in la and i have some news that last week when i was in starbucks i was waiting for my frappuccino and i looked over and who do i see but cynthia watros And she is super, super pretty, even prettier than on TV. And I said, Cynthia? And she, like, looked at me like, hmm, where do I know you from? And then uh, I could tell she was searching her memory to see if she knew me. And I was like, oh, I'm a huge Lost fan. And she was like, oh. And I said, you are so great. And I wonder, can you give me any clues for what's going to happen next season? And she just looked at me kind of like I was crazy. And... uh, I thought, oh, yeah, that's right, you died, and you're probably not going to be back next season. And she just said, oh, they make us sign so many forms, I really can't. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So any, anyway, I predict that Libby will not have a significant role in next season because she didn't really have any kind of, she didn't say, oh, my God, next season's going to be great, or you won't believe what's going to happen, just total blank, blank. So anyway, I'm kind of driving right now in the middle of the traffic, so I should get going. But keep up the good work, guys.
1: <laughs> Thank you so That's much. That's
3: because she's standing there
2: going, Freaky stalker lady, leave me alone. <laughs> I'm totally I, kidding. I to- but only in L.A. can you walk up to somebody and just... You know, people here would never do that.
1: No, we are... No, I mean,
2: we are totally stay like to ourselves t- kind of people.
1: Yeah, we would be like,
2: yeah. Well, you do that, you know, you go to Sam's and, you know, go to Sam's Club and you see the local newscasters and you're like, hey, is that such a surgeon? But you never, you know, you just don't do that here. Only in L.A.
1: Well, and and some other places. But it, I, I'm sitting here thinking, you know, she starts off and she says, Cynthia? And 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 she's and as soon as I see her, like, rack is like, hi. And, and, and during the whole, you know, where do I know this person? Yeah. I would be like... You I haven't seen you since that party. <laughs> you know, that was such a wild night. You know, the one in Hawaii. I, that, oh, I forgot. You you were pretty messed up that night and oh yeah, that's the night you got in trouble. Mm, I, <laughs> Well, I tell you I still cannot believe that you said what you said to me that night. No, I wouldn't do any of that. But (laughs) anyway, how cool is that? To sit there, I mean, now I'm not a Starbucks person, I don't drink coffee and stuff. But we're
2: surrounded by lots of Starbucks fans. Well, I
1: think everybody is now. I mean, everybody's like dying for Starbucks.
2: Yeah, some of our really good friends are Starbucks snobs. They are that Starbucks will only snobs. Drink Starbucks.
1: But anyway, it's, how cool would that be? I mean, if I liked Frappuccinos, I mean, just sit there. You're you're in line with Cynthia Watros, and it's like, hey, how are you? You know, and just chit chat. That would be cool. I wouldn't do it. I know you. I mean, wouldn't. what am
2: I going to do? Say, hey, let's compare a grocery
1: lists, dude. I'm going to be like, hey, I do this podcast and. Like to just...
2: All we do is talk about how much we don't like you, and you need to be killed <laughs> off, and... No, that... I'm so glad they finally listened, and caught <laughs> That was Anna
1: Lulu. No, I wanted her to stay on the island, because...
2: You thought she was an other until she I got will... shot in the gut.
1: I and By she... Psycho Michael. Now I think she still may be another. Nasty. He's
2: may nasty. May have
1: been another. May I have another. <laughs> It is too late to be doing this. Lost in the news.
2: All right, we wrap it up. Okay.
1: Lost in the news. Boom. Da-dum.
2: Are you trying to wake me up or what? Wake
1: up, woman. All right, what do we have for lost in the news? What do you have?
2: <laughs> You've prepared for this,
1: haven't you? You were so lucky because... You
2: didn't send me my email reminder. Oh.
1: Okay, Stephanie, next week I want you to take care of Lost in the News.
2: And if you don't send me an email, I'm not going to remember.
1: Do you have any idea what, ex- what like, the next episode of Lost what? is?
2: You know tonight, okay, tonight, this is just how crazy Life the Rinscrafs are tonight. Cliff's down here setting up, and I'm upstairs, Megan's in the tub. I get on my laptop to check my <laughs> mail, and I start IMing my husband. <laughs> 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 what are you doing? Are you set up yet?
1: Oh, my god! But it
2: beats yelling through the house. Well, I, no, I don't have anything. I,
1: don't I, ha- I have some lost in the news. Okay. And and uh, a friend of ours, one of our listeners, and again, I I should shoot myself. I, if I were more prepared, I would have written down. We we have no script. Did I mention we have no script? We have no outline. <laughs> we are completely flying by the seat of our pants. I almost
2: and, didn't say my name is Stephanie
1: Ravenscript in the beginning. I know. I was, when I, written I was really worried. <laughs> We would have had to scrap the whole beginning and have to record over again. But anyway, uh, Jorge Garcia been spending some time in the UK. Yes, and I envy him because I want to go to the let's UK. There. I I am I, I I don't know what it is. I've been listening to nothing, but uh, hmm. all kind of, of course, we've been watching Doctor Who. I've been watching uh, British science fiction television shows from when I was a child, The Tomorrow People, and been watching even the second generation of The Tomorrow People, the new generation or the next He's one. He's starting
2: and to believe that he is.
1: I'm starting British? to think that I am British. <laughs> you know, I, I want to get up in the morning, grab one of those double decker <laughs> buses to work, and dry it. You know, and I, I the other day I almost got up and says, "Hey." Can you grab the phones? I'm going to go to the loo. (laughs) I mean, but anyway, here's a little sample of what Jorge was doing in the UK, of course, uh, doing some radio interviews.
4: Uh, Welcome to the show. This is where I get paranoid about pronouncing your name. Jorge oh, hey Garcia. Oh, very good. Is that, will that do? Yeah. Okay, thank you. Uh, welcome, how are you?
5: I'm doing well, how are you?
4: Yeah, very good indeed, thank you. Uh, you play the part of Hurley from Lost, which we've been talking about during the show this morning. I've got loads of questions for you. You've been in the country oh. for a fair few days. Yeah, and enjoying it so far?
5: Oh, very much. Like, every time I'm I'm out here in the UK, I always try and eat as much uh, Indian food and curry as I can.
4: Oh, you quite enjoy the food here, then? That's good.
5: Oh, yeah. Like, Hawaii uh, leaves a lot to be desired as what far as curry goes. What do you eat in Hawaii, then? Oh, it's mostly raw fish, I guess. Uh, <laughs> like, there's Hawaiian pokey, and there's tons of sushi there.
4: Okay, so that's the downside of being in Hawaii.
5: Oh, uh, no, I don't mind it. I like raw fish, but... But uh, you like your curries but uh, but you miss indian food for sure
4: okay have you got special places that you go to it's the one like favorite you know i go everywhere oh. i
5: go to like the ones on the corner and then i go to the higher end ones you know so uh, we, we you know i like to find the range excellent you know, uh, oh look a lunch special you know i'll go in there for you know and then, <laughs> and then the other day we'll make a reservation for someplace fancy
4: how many times have you been to the uk then
5: Actually, I've been. I guess this would be my third trip. Oh, okay. I came about a year ago, before the show actually started airing, which was interesting because then I was stopped by people from France and Scandinavia and uh-huh. like other countries, even though we have not aired yet. And then, uh, and then that really brief like, we had like one free night in Manchester, and the rest was like doing doing the convention, and then I came, uh, and then this trip here.
4: And how's it different this time around?
5: It's a lot crazier here.
4: What do people say to you?
5: Well, uh, the great, like getting stuff like you know, asking me if I was the geezer on Lost was fun, and uh, and just because there's a lot more people on the street, just mm-hmm. because the weather, at least up until today, has been quite yeah. good. So, the, and with football and everything, that uh, there's been a lot more opportunities for people to spot you. Like where we were was very crowded. They actually even closed off the street uh, a few days ago because there was the game was on. Yeah, and uh, and so we, you know, like our car didn't even get couldn't get to the hotel. Actually, I actually had to get out and then cross a few blocks to get to where the hotel was. Okay.
4: And what's and, the most common thing? It, it is literally are you that geezer and Lost?
5: Yeah, pretty much. I mean, they didn't always say geezer. Geezer was kind of a special thing. Was <laughs> was like, you, oh, that's that's great. Con- Naveen says that, <laughs> you know.
4: <laughs> I bet he does. Uh, how did you, tell us briefly how you um, found or how Lost found you. you. How you got the part of her?
5: I did a part on a show Curb Your Enthusiasm. right Where uh, I played a, a pot dealer that uh, sold a weed to Larry David and that got got me the meeting, which ended up getting me the part of Hurley on Lost.
4: Okay, and is it true that he was one of the original characters when they were writing Lost? Or was that one of those... Cause there's so well, many urban myths that going around. By- that
5: I was one of the first cast, like one of the first created. At the time, the, the character didn't really exist until they met me. They had an idea of a possible guy named Hurley, but they had, you know, different versions where he could be like a a, a redneck who's like 50 years old who wasn't going to make it to you know what they didn't know what and then they met me and uh that's kind
1: of how the part came about so that's what uh jorge garcia has been doing and gosh there's a whole lot more to that interview and i may bring some more of it in in future shows and uh, so it's cool
2: to hear him talk about how his part how they already had you know several different ideas for what Hurley would be, but they had a character that was going to be named Hurley. But if you go and read the article with Um, Kim, mm-hmm. they created that part for her.
1: Yes, that hers and, was and completely created. Awesome. So, I mean, I thought it was funny that he got the part because of his awesome acting job as a pot dealer <laughs> selling marijuana or selling weed, I think he said. Uh, That's why
2: he and Charlie don't get along.
1: (laughs) I guess. And uh, Hurley, you know, what do you think about, you know, a, a, what do you call him, a redneck? (laughs) Yeah. Could you imagine him as a, that would be funny. That would have been funny. Anyway, so Hurley's in the UK. I am so in love with the UK and the British accent. Uh, Nobody was able to ever find me a podcast that would. Teach somebody how to speak with the British accent. I don't
2: think you can learn it.
1: I I think you can. There are certain things you you don't say your tea's Things are going to get better. Hey, be-
2: did I tell you about that new pub in Yes, the Crestview Hills Mall.
1: It's kind of like a British feel to it.
2: Yeah, and on the back of their um, drink menu is comparisons for what we say. Is in our English and and, and what the, they say and, over there yeah, and what they say over there. So, dude, like, instead of restrooms for fries, does it say it's the, it's the, chips and for restroom, it's blue. the loo. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, see, yeah, why don't they have a podcast that teaches people how to do this? You know, I was looking for one and I found one that that's called Bit Jobs for the Masses, and it's it's actually a podcast of uh, independently uh, unsigned. British music artists, and it's just an awesome show. You can find it at bitjobs.net. It's uh, the podcaster is Phil Coin, and he does it from his uh, apartment or his his flat, <laughs> his flat. Anyway, and just falling in love with uh, just all the different things I can find on BBC Radio and things. I found um, somehow this podcast called Brit Sound. Uh, which you can find it at Britsound.com. And I just want to play for you the the promo for this. Britsound.
4: We want them here, and we want them
5: now. The very best British music, from Beatles to Coldplay, is found only on Britsound. You
4: know you love it. Britsound.
5: Britsound. 100% British music. 100% brilliance.
1: Now, here's the thing. This is a podcast but it plays all kinds of British music, unsigned artists. But it plays all kinds of your normal licensed music that that typically. You, I mean, you hear the Beatles and Pink Floyd and and just all those artists. and And they do. And these people are knowledge, knowledgeable about the artists that they talk about. I mean, it, it's just an amazing podcast. And Stephanie, I think I know what we're going to be listening to a whole lot of. There are. I've got like 40 hours of Britsound.com to uh, keep us busy in the van. Yeah. And very good stuff. Yeah. So, anyway, let's go ahead now and move into our podcast update. Oh, yeah, there it is.
4: We can't transmit because something else is already transmitting
3: somewhere close. The signal's strong. What kind of we? transmission it is it? It could be a sat phone, maybe a radio signal. Can we room? listen to it? Let me get the frequency first. Hold on.
0: This is a Generally Speaking Podcast Network update.
1: Thank you very much, Rem. Uh, Rem Levictois, of course, is the voice and the uh, bumper oh, whatever. He's the guy who puts together all of our bumpers. He I does thought this a, was
2: going to be a quick show.
1: It is. It, it's like going to be just over an hour, which is better for us over what it's been the last couple of weeks, which has been like an Since hour and a half.
2: Recording live.
1: So, anyway, uh, Rem does a great job, and you guys need to go to 5by5audio.com if you need any kind of sound work done by Rem. He, he does a wonderful job. I'm I just, still
2: waiting for him to record the message on my voicemail.
1: Have you contacted him? I wouldn't hold your breath. So, anyway, a uh, couple updates that I want to give you uh, at mean. the generally... whatever. I'm not being mean. I was just moving right along. Go ahead. Anyway, a couple updates for the Generally Speaking Podcast Network. A uh, lot of podcasting news going on here at the Generally Speaking Studios headquarters here in Hebron, Kentucky. We have recently launched a new format for My Crazy Life. Well, actually, a new unformat because there is no format for My Crazy Life. It's a podcast where I can talk about anything I want anytime. Or. No- now it's I can a talk place about
2: anything I want.
1: Stephanie is going to share the My Crazy Life feed with me. And so you're gonna get all the My Crazy Ravens crafts you can handle and uh, sometimes we'll do it together. The thing is Stephanie wanted to do her own podcast and you know the question is, you know, are we gonna ask people to sign up for yet a th- fourth feed or another podcast that they have to subscribe to? And we got to thinking and talking the other day. it's like, why not? Let's just share My Crazy life together. And so uh isn't
2: that what we do anyway?
1: I, I think we do, don't <laughs> we? Sometimes. So on occasion. On occasion. So Stephanie just recorded her very first episode mm-hmm. and by the end of this weekend it will be uploaded and available at my crazy at the my crazy life website and uh we also I just recently um uploaded episode number three of Generally Speaking About the Church, where I finally describe what kind of ministry I'm involved in. And uh, so if you ever heard me say the terms, cell church, cell ministry, cell groups, um, I haven't really talked about it a whole lot here on this show, but I have talked about my ministry a lot in my crazy life. Anyway, uh, if you ever asked yourself, what is a cell church? Well, I spent one hour in front of this microphone explaining that in detail. ...as much as I could, and so you can check that out by listening to episode number three of Generally Speaking About the Church. And tomorrow morning, in eight hours and 45 minutes, I'm going to be making a phone call to uh, Texas... ...where I'll be interviewing a guy that is known as the father of the cell group uh, movement. And his name is Dr. Ralph W. Neighbor Jr., And, uh, I, he's got a book that's called, where do we go from here? Over a hundred thousand copies in print. And I have the awesome opportunity of spending about 30 to 45 minutes with him on the phone tomorrow. I'll be recording and that will be episode number four of generally speaking about the church. So yes, a lot is going on in our podcasting headquarters here. You can check everything out. Just go to generally speaking podcast.com. And you can check out all three podcasts there and our Generally Speaking Lost forum. And, of course, we want to thank, before we go, uh, a couple individuals who have donated via the PayPal Donate button on any of our websites. And uh, the individuals that have helped us out so far for the month of July is Maureen Brown, Michelle West, Janet Dunbar, and one of them says katie.net, and I'm not exactly, they don't have a name there, but it's katie.net. So those four individuals have all four given us a donation uh, via the PayPal button, and of course that takes care of probably a couple of episodes, uh, this one and, and a couple other shows, and so we want to thank you guys very much. We currently do not have a sponsor for the podcasts. So if you know anybody that's interested in sponsoring our show, getting a little advertising word of mouth out there, uh, we'd be happy to talk about your product or your business, and uh, just uh, email me at cliff at ravenscraft.org if you're interested in that, or if you want to donate a uh, any sized amount, donation to Generally Speaking, just go to our website and click on the PayPal Donate button. So, <clears throat> Wow. So anyway, that's pretty much all I have. My throat is dry, and I am tired, and it is currently past midnight. Did you have anything else you wanted to add to that, Stephanie?
2: Mm, Absolutely not.
1: Oh, what's the last thing?
0: This isn't what was supposed to happen. What's going to happen? You don't want to
1: know what was supposed to happen. I know
0: Because you
5: don't know what's going to happen. You know what? I'm not going to find out. Don't you want to know?
2: Don't you
1: want to know? Don't you want to know? I think people want to know what's coming up next next week we'll be podcasting on season 1 episode number 8 which is Confidence Man so guys check out and gals check out Confidence Man and view that episode and immediately following give us a call on our listener line
2: we'll have to do two next week
1: Why is that oh because we're going on vacation we can do that So anyway, uh, since you're at it, then go ahead and do the next episode, which is, was it Solitary, I think? Uh, Yes, Solitary is episode number nine. So uh, check out the two episodes and give us some feedback at 413-521-0958. And so until next time, Stephanie, let's Let's stay stay lost. lost.
0: You have been listening to the weekly Lost Edition of the Generally Speaking Podcast Network. You can make our show even better with your feedback. Call our listener comment line at area code 413-521-0958 to leave your comments and questions. And please start with your name and where you're calling from. If you would like to contribute to our weekly podcast, simply click on the PayPal donate button on our website at www.generallyspeakingpodcast.com. Join us next week for another edition of Generally Speaking. Thanks for listening.
2: Swish Spit